Welcome to Get Yourself Back, a podcast designed especially for those recovering from narcissists. Here, I teach you how to heal, how to feel lasting peace, lead with love, and create the life you want, no matter what you've been through or who is in your life. Hi, I'm Laura, by the way, and I'm the coach for people dealing with narcissists who have lost themselves trying to survive. It's time to get yourself back. Let's go. All right, everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, uh, a client of mine who is an amazing person and has been so gracious enough to come on the podcast and talk about his experience uh, working together. This is my client, Brian. And Brian, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Introduce yourself. Hey, thank you, Laura. Um, my name is Brian. I own a managed service provider. Um, we uh, have a full-time uh, help desk staff of 70 people. We have access to 186 uh, brick and mortar locations throughout the country. Uh, we service as businesses. I'm a single dad. I love being that. That's one of the most fulfilling experiences I've ever had. Um, I enjoy learning, uh, improving myself, and trying to evolve uh, where I am yesterday to being better today. Um, yeah, that's kind of a good summary. Nice. So tell us a little bit about how your life was before we started working together and what brought you to me. Okay, great question. Um, <laughs> So, um, you know, we're a culmination of all our life, previous life experiences, right? And um, I, uh, I was in a constant struggle to, you know, I, I was, there was a lot of stress and misery and anxiety that I was constantly living in. And I was trying to find answers on how to kind of resolve that and get that because, you know, to me, that was hindering me and holding me back from where I wanted to go. I had these like thoughts and goals. And, um, it just kept felt like something just kept dragging me down. And um, I was searching for answers in all kinds of different places. Um, you know, there was some chemical abuse in there that got really scary. That um, was, when I look back, was um, an effort to, to calm the storm a little bit. Mm -hmm. And all, it may have done that in the short term, but in the long term, it actually just made things worse. Right. Um, so that wasn't an answer. Um, I sought therapist and was, you know, did some, some of that. I, you know, just Freudian uh, psychotherapy. I did some uh, dialectical behavioral therapy, which is actually really good. That, I'm not knocking any of this stuff. This was all right. part of the journey. Mm -hmm. um, the DBT uh, sessions that I had, I did some group therapy, some individual therapy, it gave me some skills that kept me from slipping backwards into bad habits as fast as I had been before. So, you know, it, it propelled me a little bit. Um, and then um, I met you, you were at one of our networking meetings mm -hmm. and actually the first one right before COVID hit, our yeah. last one right before COVID hit, it was our last in-person meeting. And you'd stood up and you said, um, I'm looking to meet uh, women who have been in narcissistic relationships and they're trying to heal from that. And I'm like, oh, hold up. 
that that sounds like me except for the woman part i wonder if she would um consider coaching me uh because the other avenues i had um been trying kind of were at an end and i was like well this really isn't getting me where i want to go maybe let's give this a shot i talked to you and you said absolutely and i was just really kind of throwing a hell mary pass at that point i was mm -hmm. like i don't i don't know if this is going to work but <laughs> let's go let's see you know and um You know, I, I was in a very nihilistic state. I was in a very hopeless state. I felt very stuck in a lot of ways and just kind of just not moving. And I wanted to get out of there because it was unpleasant. <clears throat> um, and I just knew I could do better. And I had I had friends around me who were doing better. I'm like, yeah. man, I, I want to run with them. And I'm just not doing it. So um, we started having our sessions and uh, it, it was interesting because you, you know, you have this really positive, non-judgmental approach, um, and you would kindly say, and you know, you would hear me, and you know, I kind of look back at what I was saying. I was like, man, that was really messed up <laughs> where I was, and you would just kind of take all that and say, okay, Brian, I, I, you are where you are. It's okay, um, mm -hmm. um, but let's think about this one thing. You know, let's let's think about this that this week and just kind of focus on that and you were communicating concepts slowly uh to help me kind of think about things and change my cognitions that i was having because you know i was in a lot of cognitive loops that were just going nowhere you know i i had this really nothing really matters my dating life was a mess i guess <laughs> you could say and you know i just and that's what you know one of the things i want to improve too um but you know, that's kind of what i initially had in mind when i approached you but um it, it turned out to be much more than just that one area of my life it turned out to we started working on everything and okay. um in in the six six months that we uh, initially started um, I was just really shocked about how much traction I was able to get on personal change and development during that time based off our sessions together. Mm -hmm. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I went, you know, and plus, I mean, the world was collectively in a depressed state because we were locked down and life had right. turned upside down, right? Yep. Um, so, you know, I, I think... It's just one of those weird life coincidences that I found you right before everything just really fell apart. And I'd hate, I, I'm not hate. Um, I, had I not met you and started working myself right then, I mean, last minute, I, I don't, I, I'm concerned about where I might've gone. Mm -hmm. So, um, <clears throat> you know, slowly start working on it, have that neuroplasticity kind of mindset that, hey, you are this way today, but if you really want to, you can, you can tweak that. You can adjust that. You really can. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the, the way you coach and the, your approach to things, your positive outlook, your non-judgmental, uh, stance that you take on things gave me the freedom to be my absolute self with you to provide you with what you needed to hear to talk back and coach me. Um, cause I, I could tell you literally the grossest most embarrassing stuff and you were just like okay cool now let's talk about that a minute and it was great um i needed that security to really get down to what was the problem and um 
so I went from just, you know, life is meaningless. This is, you know, just something I'm trying to trudge and get through to the end and it won't matter if whatever to, you know, my business is exploding. I'm happy exactly how I am. And, yes. um, you know, <laughs> you know, and I love, you know, I'm not missing out on interactions with my son because I might have, you know, consumed a lot of alcohol or something. And I'm not missing out on those once in a lifetime valuable experiences. Um, you know, I've made some really great partnerships and my business and I, uh, we have some really ongoing partnerships that uh, are exciting and fun to do. And, um, uh, you know, that, that area of my life is going game busters. My parenting life is going game busters. The uh, struggle I had interacting on a regular basis with uh, my ex-wife, uh, the, the drama's out of that because not because she changed, but because I did. Right. Oh, I love that you said that. The drama is out of that relationship with that person, not because she changed, but because you did. And I, I love hmm. that. That is exactly what I do. I mean, the, the whole range of what you, you just talked about is what I do. But that is, that's the key right there. Like people hope that other people change. They wait for other people to change so that they can feel better so that their life can be better. And like, it's just not true. You don't have to change the other person. You don't have to wait until that person somehow gets help before you can finally start to enjoy your life. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you said that. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Laura. And I mean, and that's one of the core concepts you were communicating to me yeah. was, um, you know, I'm sitting here kind of flailing and, uh, like wondering why, like, especially toward the end of my marriage, like, you know, why won't she get help? Why won't she improve herself? And that's self-defeating. Yep. It sure is. You can't control anyone. You can only control yourself and how you react. Right. Exactly. And sorry. And another concept that really didn't hit home until a few months ago with that you were communicating is how much control we actually have over our emotions. And how we view things. And to me, the way I grew up, the life that I had, the things I learned, um, it was, there are these emotions going on inside of you that just happened to you. And you got to go along for the ride and nothing you can do about it, you yep. know? So. <laughs> That's what you Right. Yeah. And so, and just to kind of, you know, I know this is a little all over all over the place. But one of the things I did was I, um, a few years ago, we started seeing a uh, psychiatrist and I was on three different types of medication, SSRIs, SNRIs, um, you know, uh, uh, anything to adjust my neurochemistry to feel better, right? right? Yeah. Just pop a pill. And, you know, not, I'm not disparaging anybody who does that. There's right and wrong answers for everyone. There's no judgment in that. Um, yeah. But for me, taking those meds may have adjusted some of the things but caused other problems neurologically um and that wasn't good for me but i was just like oh i don't have another answer so i'm doing this um and at the same time you know our brains can change neurons that wire, fire together wire together right and that's because mm -hmm. you know i wasn't created this anxious person you know and i could adjust that um, not that I have freedom from all that, but I can step back now <clears throat> during anxious moments. I can step back now during 
oh, I feel like uh, some depressive thoughts are coming in and kind of go, wait a minute. Let's step back and examine that. And, you know, where is this coming from? You know, I don't have to let that own me. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not those thoughts. I'm not that anxiety. That's not me. I'm this other thing. I can step back and examine it and then start to work through that. Oh my gosh. That's so key. What you just said, if you're experiencing depression, if you're experiencing anxiety, any range of emotion, you are not that emotion. You might be experiencing it and maybe you're not in a place where you can step back and look at it yet, but it's possible. And it's, you're not, you aren't your emotion. You are something else. I love that you said that. And when you're ready, you can step back and take a look at it and see where it's coming from. It's not about making it go away as fast as possible. It's about like really looking at it and understanding, okay, I, what do I believe about myself? What do I believe about this situation? And notice how long you've been believing of that specific thing and how it's affected every area of your life for so long. And then as a result, you think, well, this must be just who I am because I've experienced it for so long and it shows up in every aspect of my life. And it's just not true. And anyway, that's just really fun. So yeah. So how were you able to do that? What got you to the place where you were able to say, I am not my emotion. What, what kind of, what was your process? Great question. Um, it didn't happen overnight and you know, it not happening overnight is not a failure on anyone's part. That's right. It's a process, right? Mm -hmm. And I also understand, just want to put this out there, uh, that feelings of depression, anxiety, or whatever can feel so overwhelming that it's easy to self-identify with it, exactly. you know? Mm -hmm. So I completely empathize with anyone feeling that, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I felt it. Um, yep. What I started doing um, one was just being raw with you and saying, Hey, I'm in this really gross, terrible place. And, you know, death looks fun, you know, mm -hmm. to you just having you coach me and say, Hey, you're in this place and that's okay. There's this other place that you can experience. Um, you know, and there's, instead of like major sweeping changes, uh, that you have to do right away, let's do small steps on those cognitions and talk about how they're not true, mm -hmm. you know, because we kind of, uh, oh, sorry, don't want to generalize. I, uh, we get fatalistic about things. Yeah. Um, like, you know, I, you know, this is hard right now and I just really don't see my way out or, you know, this is happening to me. Um, and uh, there's no way to fix that and what you you kindly brought up was like hey yeah you're thinking that you think there's this like one choice right now and it's this sad thing um but there's actually a whole plethora of both those choices you get to really control um you know how you approach and how you think about this and once you start changing those thoughts um you start to, I, I started uh, to see the other possibilities and like, it doesn't have to be this one way. I can go over here and say, okay, there's a stressful event that's occurring. Mm -hmm. All right. So, you know, it's causing anxiety right now. 
-hmm. How can we problem solve? That's not just, um, you know, my answer is A, but, you know, let's get creative. Let's try this other thing. Guess what? It may fail. I don't know. You got to try. And it's not choosing the destructive path that I would have before. Um, uh, I remember... I remember we talked about a long time ago, you like, you would have the kind of anxiety where you'd be up at two in the morning, you know, Mm -hmm. you would get a text from one of your clients or one of your business partners. And it would just like create this huge anxious response in your body. You'd be down for days, even weeks, sometimes trying Mm -hmm. to manage it. Where are you at now with that anxious response? Uh, Excellent. Yeah, no. And you're absolutely right. Um, I, I was just where I was at the point to where it's like every input, like, you know, we're in a notification world now, right? We are on our phones and on our wrists and our computers. You know, yeah. any input I got was just like, I was hypersensitive to. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, it's just like, I would, I would get a notification about something really just mundane from someone and I would take it as like oh my god this is a threat to my life it would felt like a life threat I mean that was when I look back at it that's that's what my um uh, lizard brain was telling me this is a life threat you have to put out the fire right now and it's just somebody asking for something and that's like you know had I not been in that state I can now look back and say oh okay they need this all right well here's how I can provide it or whatever um so for example, may I tell the quick story I told you about? Please do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that I'll, I'll change the names and everything, but there was an incident uh, I had with a client um, recently, and um, they had us do something to prepare for a new employee. And that's just yeah, part of what we do. Um, we went through our procedures and we we skipped a step. And we dropped the ball. We did it. Um, and um, got an email from that client that morning. I already had some meetings scheduled uh, that I need, you know, I was an active participant leader in, um, couldn't back out. Um, so um, I was, the client was like, hey, this doesn't seem the way we expected. What's going on? I was like, hey, we're going to take care of it. You know, give us a call. We'll get you set up. Thought that was handled and over. And then I get an email back saying, yeah, we want to offboard our services and blah, 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 because you didn't do this one tiny thing out of a list of about 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Normally, you know, me a year ago, life threat, everything's on fire, cancel the meetings, run yep. over there right now, you know, just and totally just give myself over to the feelings I was having and react instead of stepping back and thinking, hmm, well, maybe maybe my client's just really stressed right now and they're reacting and that's their choice and their response. I don't have to have that same response. And guess what? I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything about your business. No, I mean, we all make mistakes and that's all right. You know, (laughs) own it and try to remedy it somehow. Come, come together in with your client and remedy it. So, um, (laughs) You know, uh, you know, I had offered Remedia. He had this, like, we're going to fire you attitude. It's like, all right, man, cool. If that's what you want, happy to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I responded, hey, I get it. 
we dropped the ball. That's stressful. You're, you got some stuff going on this morning with this new employee. I get it. So um, I, I was like, hey, I got a meeting I got to run to. You know, here's our help desk number. Call them. They're happy to get you up and going. Or if it's not resolved by then, I'll be, I'll be down the street from your office. I'll stop by and take care of it. Nice. And that was me showing up the way I wanted to show up yes. and not responding to him. And he doesn't, his over-the-top reaction doesn't have to control or define me or what I'm going to do. I'm going to respond how I want to respond. Yes. So um, that, and that's really a freeing place, right? Because so I'm controlling myself. And not letting external stimuluses determine that. Exactly. So, You're not running to people, please. You're not running to make them feel better. You're just mm -hmm. showing up as you, handling the situation, but you're not full of anxiety and like having a heart attack. And then like later, you know, doing whatever you got to do to feel better and calm down. And then like that creating mm -hmm. more problems in your life, right? Mm -hmm. You're just handling it like a boss. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and it, it felt great. Um, yes. Excellent. So, and, and just to kind of put a, a, a ending, a book into that, um, I had my meeting, I could have my email open and during the meeting I could see I was getting some angry replies. Just, it was just kind of like watching somebody just vent by email. You know, it's like, well, you do you dude. Cool. I'm doing my <laughs> meeting. So I just kind of just middle note. He's doing his thing. We finished yeah. the meeting. It was great. I was able to focus and concentrate. We got a lot done. It was super productive. So um, and, you know, instead of the other choice that I probably would have done long, you know, about a year ago and just canceled it and two, one of the three people who needed to lead this meeting weren't there, the meeting happened and it was productive. And I wasn't, I didn't have this thing in the back of my mind going, oh God, I'm going to you know, lose this client and that's, you know, going to end up homeless and without food and you know this like really uh catastrophizing mental spiral that doesn't benefit anyone right no it does not so um finished my meeting uh showed up at the client hey I, I just owned it again hey we didn't do that step i'm here to fix that for you get your employee on board and off and run so y'all can be productive Mr. I'm going to fire you <laughs> of three hours later became, you're such a lifesaver. We appreciate <laughs> you. You know, oh my God. Um, oh, oh, by the way, here's some new projects I want to engage you in. Wow. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, well, this, this went a really different way. It really did. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I, you know, I did the work. You showed me the way. Mm -hmm. by the that way is, that's it right there you do the work I show you the way I help you question all those things you've been thinking and believing your entire life that have not been serving you but that you think are real okay yeah. I help you question those things but you do the work it's your brain that actually accepts the new ideas and changes the emotional response and that requires practice it requires a little bit of failure it requires keep coming back and trying again Right. And you did that. Like you have done the work and it shows, um, cause your whole life is completely different. Like I've, I've watched you change to like, it's a total 
180 from when I first yeah. met you to where you are right now. Like you're a completely different person. It's so fun no. to watch. Oh, <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And I, you know, I, yeah. Um, you, and you did, I mean, it's just, you know, I've had five or six years of therapy prior mm-hmm. and, you know, while it did get me someplace that was better than where I was, it's not this, you know, you know little tangent, but um, a friend of mine sent me a, a little meme gif thing one time and is like, uh, this person's holding a, a ball and it says happy uh-huh. ha- or happiness. And um, uh, another character says, what is that? And it's like, it, it, I made this myself. You know, and when I saw it at the time, I was like, well, that's garbage. You can't do that. What is this? And, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. um, And you really can because you also create the depression and anxiety. Exactly. Exactly. Now, does that mean it's your fault that you created the depression and anxiety you've experienced your whole life? Not your whole life, but, you know, for a good part of the the time that you've been an adult. Is that your fault? No, it's just where I was based off what I knew, you know, a lot of this is just knowledge, experience, because like you, like you say, you know, our brain's trying to protect our, ourselves from pain. Exactly. It, it tries to run away from pain, even yep. if it's doing something it knows is destructive. Yep. It's just trying to find the path of least resistance to not feeling pain. That's exactly it. Right. So, um, yeah. you know. I had learned certain techniques based off my life experiences mm-hmm. to calm that noise, to keep the storm down, to reduce the pain. And, um, you know, that's not value judgment on who I am. It's just where I was. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the knowledge and tools you have given me uh, allow me to correct those things so where I, you know, I'm not infallible at, 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 at all, but, you know, to course correct and, uh, okay, you're going down this path. All right, well, how can we approach this differently? And how can we look at other options? And how can we think differently about this? Because guess what? Everybody's going through struggles. Everybody has their own stuff. And we react to each other with our own stuff. And none of that is some kind of universal definition of truth. That's right. You know, you can make a dent in the universe and change it. Exactly. <laughs> At the very least, your own universe. Yeah. And yeah, take that universe thing. And I'm just trying to say the world is malleable around you. You can make really choices is. to be different. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of times, especially people in our, you know, life circumstance being around narcissists a lot is they, they try to tell us that we don't have a choice, right? They tell us. <laughs> or they teach us through all of their drama and all of their abuse that like, we must think and feel a certain way because it makes them feel better. And when they feel better, we feel safer. And so it just feels right to be, you know, in that space of like, I'm depressed or I'm really, really anxious. Like all those, all those thought errors, right. All of those, those habits of the brain that didn't serve us, that they served us to survive, right? They served us to survive all that abuse, but they're not serving us anymore. And that's just, right. that's, that's just a, a choice. And you don't think you have it, but you actually do. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that is really, I mean, that just really hits me is 
accurate to my experience mm -hmm. um, and very true for me um, because um, with my ex-wife and other narcissistic romantic relationships that I've had, it's uh, I have to hold on to this at all costs. Right. You know, and I remember certain experiences and going mean, like, God, this is stressful and miserable, but I guess this is what you do when you love someone is you go through this and experience it. And mm -hmm. um, you're just kind of slippery trying to hold on to whatever real is. And, you know, it's, it's not sustainable. It's disgusting. Nope. It feels gross. Um, but you, I didn't know any better right? because that was how I thought relationships went. Yep. And guess what? They don't have to be. They can. You can choose that. And okay. But it can be a, so much better. And, and I know where I am now versus, you know, where I'm going to be later is even going to be better than today. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. So true. Yeah. Okay. So any last words of advice for anyone who's listening that you want to give them? It's okay to be where you are today. I encourage you that if you're feeling miserable, depressed, anxious, there's something you don't like in life, mm -hmm. um, that there is a way to change it. And you have the power within yourself to do it. And it's also okay to reach out to somebody like you to say, hey, I'm in this place and I don't like it. Can you walk along with me for a little bit of time and help me get to where I want to go? Or just even if you don't know where you want to go, make this stop sucking so much <laughs> you know it's a, and especially to um maybe the men listening out there and we're we're told we get these meta messages that asking for help is wrong right and that the only thing we can feel is anger hate and um destructive things um it's okay to admit that you're not in a good place and it's okay to reach out to somebody and get really down and down to the core of the hurt and walk through that with somebody and come out better. You won't regret it. Okay. So what advice would you have for someone who is really scared to invest in themselves on this kind of level? Cause my coaching is not cheap, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that is an excellent question. Um, and there, there's a couple of things I want to say about that. One, when you invest in something like this what you're what Laura is providing um you are making lifelong changes in yourself mm -hmm. and uh it's for me the amount of money spent is pennies compared to what I'm getting out of it and the change that creates and the ability for me to go out there and earn more just because I'm not held back by myself Mm -hmm. um and two you know and based on my experience I was spending a lot of money compensating in other ways anyway <laughs> that's right I just right. I just changed where it went for a little bit yeah <laughs> that's true that's true. so I mean it's like it's it's more of an opportunity cost thing it's like well I yeah. can't go to do these destructive stuff and I'm sitting here working on myself I mean guess what I don't need the destructive stuff anymore so I guarantee uh, it's hard to see right now. You're leaking money already. So <laughs> let's take that money, put it into productive, healthy things so you can get to a better place and not need to do those, feel the need to do those anymore. 
right? Investing in mental health, investing in yourself, mm-hmm. you know, coming from a narcissist background, you're not used to that, right? You are used to giving and investing in other people and, and, and expending all of your time, all of your energy and your money into the narcissist and making them happy. It's like throwing all of that precious resource into an empty hole that never gets filled up. That's yep. the experience. And you just, you spend your whole life doing that. Whereas mm-hmm. this investment is for you, you are filling yourself up and it, mm-hmm. the return on that investment is lifelong. It really is. And, it, and yeah, and it changes you. It changes the world around you. I mean, just mm-hmm. like you become this thing for an impactful um, thing and not in a pe- people pleasing way, but in a positive constructive way. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's um, to me, it's a no brainer. Um, uh, and you, you'll come out so much. It's going to be one of the best purchases you ever make in yourself. Yay. <laughs> Wholeheartedly agree. Thank you so much. I'm just so proud of your work and I feel so honored that I got to be part of it. I really am so grateful that we found each other. This is amazing. <laughs> me too. Me too. And, um, you know, and just, Real quick, if I may, I saw where you were a year ago with your business and where you're headed now. And I'm just really happy for you because you were, you were there helping people in really dire times. And the more people that you can be exposed to, the better it is for everyone. So that's my goal. My goal is to reach as many people as possible because narcissism is an epidemic. So many people are suffering. They don't even know. They don't even realize. Right. And um, yeah. I love it. It's my mission. It's my goal in life. And so thank you for being part of that. The, the, the very beginning stages really is is helping me to, to get on that level of reaching as many people as possible. Awesome. Well, thank you, Brian. You're amazing. Uh, (laughs) If someone wants to hire you for your IT services and expertise, how can they get in touch with you? You can go to our website at www.brooksitservices.com or you can call us at 713-554-2022. Awesome. Yeah, he's based here in Houston, but he serves nationwide. So they're amazing. They're very professional. Uh, I highly recommend them. So if you have a business <laughs> and you want an IT service, these guys are legit. All right. So thanks again. And we'll talk soon. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate it. Hey there, if you are ready to take your life to the next level, working one-on-one with me just might be what you're looking for. I invite you to book a consultation. It's a free one-hour conversation focused entirely on your situation that will change your life. Email me directly at laura at bythewaycoaching.com to get started. Can't wait to see you soon.